Hi everyone. Welcome to Real Talk About Feminism. My name's Haley. My name is Mackenzie. Today we will be talking about some of our fun travel stories together. Yes. And we're so excited to share with you guys because they're so fun. They're just so funny. <laughs> they happened a few years ago and we still talk about them. Yeah. We're, we hope that we can do, a f- like in the future, a few more travel episodes just because we have so many travel stories, we've traveled a lot together, <laughs> but this one is from one trip specifically, and we're going to tell a few different mm-hmm. stories that are so funny. Yeah, all of these happen in one trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so funny. Well, we have an exciting announcement, too. As you can see, we got some new equipment, and we're hoping it sounds a little better than before. Um, it's weird to be able to hear myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super nice. We're really excited. And on top of that, on top of our new equipment, we're making some other big moves. And we are now on YouTube. Um, So if you look it up, Real Talk About Feminism, we're on YouTube. So we're going to be an audio video podcast now. So if you want to watch it and see our faces and see our facial expressions while we're talking, then look us up on YouTube because... I think it's a lot more fun, especially like if you have time to sit and watch or you just want it in the background. So look us up on YouTube now. Definitely, especially for this episode. A couple of the stories, like you have to see the facial expressions. So this is a perfect episode to put as the first one on our podcast channel. Yeah, YouTube channel. (laughs) YouTube channel, yes. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive into the feminist highlight. Do you want to do that, Ken's? Yeah, so today's highlight is Margaret Sanger. Sanger, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, She is known for founding and leading the birth control movement in the 1960s. So, holla. I absolutely love this lady. Um, She completed her nursing program in 1902 at White Plains Hospital. And um, right when, right from the beginning, when she was a little girl, she had a passion for advocating for women and women's reproductive rights specifically. A few things contributed to this. Um, her mom had 11 kids. And so she wow. saw the toll that pregnancy has on the body. And like, especially back then when there wasn't birth control, like if you got pregnant, like you had no option, but to have the baby, Mm-hmm. And there was no way to prevent it. Um, so she definitely saw that firsthand. Um, she was also a nurse and she lived in New York City and she became close with many progressive era activists such as Upton Sinclair. So that contributed to her thoughts about women's reproductive rights. And um, she also, as an educated white woman, she did have some privilege. And so she wanted to help um many immigrants that were living in New York City who didn't have the same opportunities as her. Um, And many times she saw that they had many kids and were very overwhelmed and she wanted to be able to help them. Um, So I'm going to kind of walk through some dates that were um, crucial to the birth control movement and some milestones that she made. In 1914, this kind of kicked everything off she published The Woman Rebel. This advocated for birth control. And because of this, she was charged with violating the Comstock rule. So according to Google, I had to Google it because I had heard of it, but I didn't exactly know what it was. So according to Google, the Comstock Act of of 1873 
made it illegal to send, quote, obscene, lewd, or lascivious, <laughs> immoral, or indecent publications through the mail. The law also made it a misdemeanor for anyone to sell, give away, or possess an obscene book, pamphlet, picture, drawing, or advertisement. So that's a lot. Um, so she was charged with this. Um, she didn't spend any time in jail, um, but she was charged with violating the law. In 1916, she opened a birth control clinic in Brooklyn, and she was arrested and put in jail for 30 days for opening oh this gosh. clinic. Um, according to womenshistory.com, quote, she appealed her conviction, and although she lost, the courts ruled that physicians could prescribe contraceptives to women for medical reasons. A loophole that allowed Sanger to open a clinic in 1923 staffed by female doctors and social workers, end quote. So even though she was put in jail, um, some major things happened, and this was a huge movement um, for the birth control, um, for women who were trying to get birth control simply to prevent pregnancy. Mm -hmm. In 1917, she launched the birth control, sorry, she launched Birth Control in Review. This was another book. In 1921, she formed the American Birth Control League. This was a group made up of physicians, social workers, members of the public as well. Um, and they were advocating for uh, birth control to be prescribed for women just to prevent pregnancy. In 1929, she formed the National Committee on Federal Legislation for Birth Control. The point of this was to be able to lobby in Congress for laws to be passed for physicians to have the authority to prescribe birth control, not necessarily for medical reasons, just if any woman wanted it. This did become legal in 1936, so uh, seven years later. Um, this milestone in 1936, this kicked off the use of contraceptives all over the U.S. for all sorts of women um, for any reason whatsoever. In 1960, the pill was approved by the FDA, so obviously this was a huge accomplishment. And... Um, it was developed by a man named Gregory Pincus, and he was recruited by Sanger to develop the pill. Um, and then in 1966, at the age of 86, she did pass away, um, but she was able to see all of her hard work um, come into fruition. And a lot of times that doesn't happen, so I'm really glad that she was able to. Um, but those were just some benchmarks that she accomplished, and all of these contributed to where we are today and like you and me just being able to go get birth control for whatever reason we want. Mm -hmm. So that's Margaret Sanger. She was an amazing woman. Wow. That's so cool. I didn't yeah. know like all the history of how difficult it was to get birth control legal. Are you surprised? <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I didn't know how difficult it was. Well, cause even today I've heard stories. Luckily this didn't happen to me. I um, got an IUD put in um, in November of last year. And obviously I was very nervous for many reasons, but it went pretty smoothly. I've heard a few TikTok stories of girls that went in to get birth control or get IUDs put in. And the first question they were asked was, um, did your husband okay this? Or is your husband out there? Can we talk to him? Which didn't happen to me luckily, but it still happens today. It's crazy. That's crazy. I would be so mad. I would like punch the doctor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's so interesting. Really cool. And all her work now, we can easily get birth control whenever we mm -hmm. want. So. Yeah. I mean, 
easily compared for to the Black most Cat. part. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to dive right into the bulk of what we have for today, which, like we said before, is travel stories. So this is really exciting because we're going to talk about um, one of our trips to Salt Lake City, which doesn't seem like an exciting place with exciting stories, but we have a lot. (laughs) It was so fun. And it was just us. I think that was our first trip, just us. We were still in high school. Yeah. Yeah, we were I was going into freshman year. So this was like a while. Then ago. I would have been going into my junior year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was that summer. So this was a little bit ago. Um so we were flying out there for like a little camp and I think it was like a week long. We got to stay on campus at the dorms and we had like little groups and it was fun. Yeah, it was a week long church camp. Um, And it was fun because, like, everyone there was our age. There were all sorts of activities. Um, But the the real funny stories happened while we were traveling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's start with our favorite one. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Okay. So we were coming back. We were at Salt Lake City Airport. And we were um, on our – we were in the terminal boarding to come home to Denver. And we were standing in line and all of a sudden we are walking past this guy and he's sitting in the chairs and his feet are all curled up. So like his whole body is fitting on one chair. His feet are not on the ground. And he has the phone like this. And I don't even remember what he was talking about. He, I think he was talking about like horse hair. And he we was, were like, he was talking heck? about horses and he was saying like, you have to braid the horse hair like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we were walking past, and we just kind of looked at each other and chuckled. And um, fast forward like a half hour, and we were um, standing in line, ready to board. And he's a couple people behind us. No, right? no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. No, before we were in line to board, we had sat down. Like there, the only seats were across from him. And so he was on the phone for a long time and we were across from him and we were just talking, but you know, you're like looking around when you're sitting down. And so we would like, we kept making eye contact with him across the way and he was on the phone. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who's watching on YouTube, you can see the visual and I'll try and explain it for the audio listeners. But he had the phone up to his ear. He was curled up in the chair, like Mackenzie said. And every time we would make eye contact, he would like look at us and kind of linger and then move like a little bit farther away like he would move his body. Yeah, like and, slowly and slowly. Yeah, like to the side so that it kind of was like we couldn't hear him as well. And it was so funny and he just got quieter every time. So he was like being really secretive, but he was talking about braiding horse hair. So it was really random, really weird. Yeah. Okay, so now fast forward a half hour. We're standing in line. He's a few people behind us and we're just talking. We make eye contact with him and he starts waving. Like, he was like, hey, girls, hey, girls. And we were like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we were kind of nervous. Oh, and he was wearing these, like, bedazzled jeans, like, bedazzled back pockets on the yeah. jeans and some cowboy boots, which kind of fits the horse hair story. Yeah. Um, but he, like, cuts all these people in line and comes up to us. And he's like, hey, like, how are you girls doing? We were like, good, you. Yeah. Like, we're nice. We were, like, making conversation. And he was like, so where are you heading? We were like... Denver. Denver. Like we're all in the same line. (laughs) So he was just chatting us up and he stayed with us in line. Like he cut all those people. Yeah. So 
we board and he sits down first and we walk past, you know, how narrow the plane is. And he's like, bye girls. Like it was fun to meet you, you know? So we keep walking, we find our seats and we're getting situated and we look up the whole time we were in line. He was talking to us like, no, you missed an entire detail. He, we were in the back of the line. No, he cut all those people. No, 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 no. We were all, but like he, he cut people, but we were like in the back still. And they called yeah. for family boarding. Oh my gosh. How did I miss that? This is yeah. the best part. <laughs> so he like comes up to us. He's talking to us, making conversation. And we're like, okay, that's nice, whatever. And he was really nice. Like he wasn't creepy. Very like, nice guy. He was just really nice. And his name is Jamie. Did we mention that? His name is Jamie and he was obviously gay. Um, which yeah. just made it more funny. Like, he was so fun. <laughs> yeah, so Jamie, like, he's coming up, he's talking to us, and then overhead, like, we were all in line. Like, you know how everyone kind of gets in line before your your little right. row is called? So everyone's waiting in line, and then she calls for family boarding. And we were like, oh, like, not us yet. And he was like, come on, girls, let's go. And we were like, okay. So okay. we just <laughs> grab our bags and we follow him, and he was just so confident that we all just scanned our boarding passes and boarded with family boarding. Maybe they thought we were a family. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. But we just like went and he was just so confident. He was like, come on, girls, let's go. Like, we don't have to wait in this line. And it was so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did I miss that? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So now we're on the plane and now you can keep going. So now we're on the plane. I'm sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> so now we're on the plane and we are walking to our seats, getting situated and we look up. And he's, like, waving at us from, like, probably, like, four rows ahead. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, you girls want some peanut butter cups? And we were, like, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. And he was, like, I'll throw them back. We were, like, no, it's okay. <laughs> like, and then really? he started getting a little bit jokey. Like, he was, like, ah, like you know, pretending to throw it. And he was, like, I have Starburst. Like, what do you guys want? And, he, that, like, he was just joking about, like, so throwing funny. us back snacks the whole time. Like, it was just really funny. Yeah, and, like, keep in mind, like, people were in the seats in front of us. So it was kind of awkward, but it was funny. No, he was a total jokester. And he just, like, he really kind of just, like, adopted us as his travel buddies. And it wasn't even in, like, a creepy way. Mm -mm. But it it started off in the weirdest way with him talking about braiding horsehair and just so secretive, like, kept turning away from us so that we couldn't hear him. And then all of a sudden he just wanted to be our bestie. And he was super nice to us. Like, he was, like you know, asking us how our day was, like, you know, where we were going. And he told us about his sister who lives in Denver and that's who Mm -hmm. he's visiting. And like, he was really nice. And then he like was joking about tossing us back snacks. And like, he was like doing funny stuff to the people next to him. And then like pointing at us and like laughing, like, oh guys, like, look at what I'm doing. Like, just so funny. Yeah. So funny. You need that on flight sometimes. Yeah. And like a little background we had been walking around the Salt Lake City Airport for literally eight hours. So, like, at this point, we were so tired and ready to go home. So, this just totally made everything better. Yeah. And I don't know if any of you guys have flown through the Salt Lake City Airport recently, but they were they're doing renovations and they just rebuilt the whole airport within the past few years. So, this was before they rebuilt the whole mm-hmm. airport. So, it was extremely small. There was nothing to do. So, we were, like, actually just bored out of our minds. Literally. <laughs> So and bad. we couldn't sleep like we were awake. It was yeah, the middle, it was of, the the middle day. of the day. So yeah. 
But Jamie, we miss you and we really do tell this story all the time. So if you're listening, reach out. We do miss you. And I wish we had a picture with you or something because I I would frame it and I would put it on my desk. I totally would. We love you, Jamie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I miss him. Like telling the story. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. Everyone work your magic and somehow use like your connections through the internet and help us find Jamie. Because we honestly miss him and we love him. Mm-hmm. He had blonde hair. Blonde I hair. remember that. Mm-hmm. If you know someone with bedazzled pants and cowboy boots who loves horses and has a who sister. Who lives in, in Denver. Colorado, oh, has a sister in Denver. Yes. Then that's our guy. Reach out to us. <laughs> so that was Jamie. Really funny story. Um, so when we were on the plane, there was this guy who we called redhead because of course we didn't know his name and he had red hair so he's redhead and so i can't remember was he in the row next to us or the row behind no he was catty corner like a couple rows up oh right okay Mm -hmm. so but then the people were in the row like across from us right Mm -hmm. okay so we were sitting in the plane and we were me and ken's were sitting next to each other we got seats together and the row, like, catty corner, a few rows ahead of us, there was Redhead. And he was sitting on, like, the aisle seat. The win- No, window. Window. Oh. That's what made it more funny, remember? Oh. I. It was he- definitely window. How could he see then? Because he turned this way. Okay. So he was sitting in the window seat. It's obviously been a while since we told these stories because we both are having different ideas. We just remember the main things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we talk about. <laughs> so he was sitting in the window seat a few rows ahead. And then there was a mom and her son sitting in the row across from us. And the son was being kind of just like any little kid on a plane. Yeah, like, he was little. He was little, like probably three years old, mm-hmm. like young. And I think he had an iPad. I think he was an iPad kid. I think so. <laughs> but he was on a plane. So like they were trying to keep him distracted. So the like, he wasn't being that bad. But anytime he would like say anything like a little bit loud or anything, Redhead would turn around and just give him like the stinkiest look. Do it. Do it. <laughs> So pretend like I'm turned around. I'm turning around right now. He would be like, and I, we were like, "What?" Yeah, we could not figure it out because it kept happening, and like it was very pronounced. Like it was literally like all the way back. Yes. And so we were like, "What is going on?" Like, stop being rude to this mom and her kid. Like he's not even being bad. Yeah, like he wasn't even being bad. We're Mm-mm. thinking like she's like a single mother, mm-hmm. and he would. Literally, like Mackenzie said, he would turn around, like, so pronounced all the way around, like a total 180, and just glare at this kid and stare this kid down. And, of course, this kid is three years old, and he's looking at his iPad. Like, he's not paying attention. But we, like, the mom never said anything. And we were so confused because I was like, if that was my kid and this stranger kept staring at him, I would be like, is there, do you have an issue? Like, is he bothering you or anything? Right. But he kept doing it the entire flight. And we were sitting over there thinking, this kid's not doing anything wrong. Yeah, we were like, what a jerk. What's his problem? Yeah. And then, like, every time, every time Redhead would turn around and glare at this kid, we would, like, tap each other and be like, there he is again. Like, he's back Mm -hmm. at it. What is up? Yeah, so you know it was bad because, like, we kept doing that to each other. Yeah, like, it was bad. The whole flight. And it's not even a long flight. It's, like... 
an hour and a half, mm-hmm. I think. But it was like so frequently during that whole flight. So it was just out of control. So then flash forward, we're getting off the plane and everything. And we're, we walk out of the, the, the plane and like the terminal area. And we look up and we see Redhead and the mom of the kid holding hands. Yeah, we were like, what? What a plot twist. <laughs> so it turns out Redhead was the kid's dad the whole time. <laughs> and we just thought he was this judgy stranger just like going after this mom and her kid. Oh, that was so funny. We literally were like, oh my gosh, look. Like, yeah, we were, we it was were freaking so- out. It was kind of one of those moments that you really had to be there to witness, like, just how rude his stares were the whole yeah. time. But then for all of a sudden him to be the dad, like, it was the most unexpected thing. Because the, the kid didn't even look like Redhead. No, he didn't. So we were, like, like so his, confused. His wife was, like, blonde hair. The kid had blonde hair. Yeah. And then there was Redhead. So we yeah. did not put two and two together. No. But, like, the way he was looking, like, when you give someone – when you give a stranger, like, a dirty look – because, you know, we, we've all done that. When you give a stranger a dirty look, it is not like that. No. Like, it was so much worse. So that's why we were so, like, we were following the story. Yeah, we were like, what is happening? And then, yeah, we saw them holding hands. And it was the plot twist of the entire trip, honestly. Oh, my gosh. So funny. So, yeah, that was Redhead. So funny. Super, super plot twist. Okay, so this next story we call the train story. I'll be honest, the details are a little fuzzy besides the main thing. Do you want to take no, it away? No, the details to me aren't fuzzy. Okay, you I go I can then. remember. Mm-hmm. So we had been picked up by one of our family friend's sons at the church camp, and he dropped us off at the Salt Lake City airport train. Mm-hmm. The tracks that, like the, the light rail, if you're from Denver. Yeah, yeah. So just like, you know, the train, the light rail, whatever you want to call it. And so we paid for our tickets. We got on with our bags. And we, like, I was 14 years old. You were 16. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we were young. And there was this guy that was in our group that, like, I had a little crush on. So, and I had gotten his number. And I took a picture with him before we left. <laughs> so, like, we're gossiping like that. Like, just being normal sisters. Mm-hmm. And so we were on the train and we were gossiping like, okay. And then like when this happened this week and, and when this happened and when he, he came up and gave me a hug, like all of this stuff, <laughs> like so middle school, you know, uh-huh. but we were excited about it. And we had just had a really fun week. And like Ken said at the beginning, it was our very first trip together. So it was just mm-hmm. like fun, just our, our first trip by ourselves. So we're like talking and we were so I guess kind of self-absorbed in our own conversation that we didn't realize other people were around us and that we were being really loud. And so we're talking and overhead we hear this message and it was like something like, please be mindful that there are other people on the train and keep your voices on at a low volume. <laughs> Thank you. And the first time we didn't get it uh-uh. and we just kept talking. Like we were just talking, whatever. And then it played again And we kind of noticed that people were looking at us and we were talking really loud. 
So that was really I awkward. didn't think it was that loud. <laughs> I didn't think so either, but like, you know, we were being all gossipy mm-hmm. and we were excited. So it was definitely really loud. So they had played it a second time and we were like, oh, that's for us. And so we kind of, you know, like laughed and we were like, oops, like, what? Sorry. Yeah. And- well, to make it more awkward, we had our huge suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> like those little aisles are small. Like we had them blocking the aisle because we were going to the airport. But, like, everyone else just had, like, their work bags and, like, a small little purse. No, we had our huge suitcases because we were gone for a week. We both had one just blocking the aisle. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, people were probably annoyed with us for that and then for talking so loud. And then even after we quieted down, they played it again. Yeah. And we were, like, we, we both were, like, we were talking quietly. So then I'm pretty sure we just stopped talking. I think yeah. we did because we were like, okay, well, if this is too loud, then we'll just keep talking like when we get back. Or we were like whispering and we're like showing pictures and everything. Like, guess what he did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was probably loud. <laughs> hey, remember when he hugged me the other day? <laughs> yeah, it was stuff like that. Remember so and so? They were so cute together. <laughs> yeah, and at this church camp, you have to like walk in like lines, and it was an equal number of guys and girls, and so like. They would make you walk with a different guy like every day or like mm-hmm. at every activity. And so it was really funny. Or there was like your cow, your crush of the week. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing <laughs> is so funny. Like anyone who's been to like a summer camp or like even like a church camp, you know that there's all those little things. Yeah. So yeah, we were just being all gossipy on the train and we were being really loud and not mindful that we were not the only ones on the train. And so we got shush like three times. Yeah. If Redhead was there, we would have gotten a dirty look. Oh, we would have been <laughs> I mean, we did anyway, dirty. but... <laughs> but nothing like Redhead. Redhead's dirty looks were unmatched. We should recreate it. We should. We should recreate it and post it. On yeah, we should. Because you really did have to be there. Like, for all of these, with anyone's stories, it's like, eh, it's not as funny if you weren't there. But it was fun. And it you get so it. Fun. Yeah. Okay, so these next two stories... One of them, like, okay, so I'll tell this one first, because um, it's the last one is really funny to me. <laughs> to, you. to you. <laughs> um, so, like we said earlier, we were at the airport all day, because we had to check out. Literally at, all day. Yeah, we had to check out of the camp at, like, 10, and our flight was at, like. No, what? it was earlier. It was, like, 8 or 9. Oh, and we had to be out for sure by 10. Uh Uh-huh. So, but our family friend could only pick us up that early because he had, like, classes or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were really thankful that he could pick us up anyway. So, shout out to you. You know who you are. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Um, But, so, we had to get there early, you know, and, like, we had eaten breakfast that was provided to us, but then we were really hungry. And I feel like every time I travel... I always get super hungry in the airport because I don't eat much during the day anyways, but somehow in the airport, I always just get really hungry. And it's, I think it's because I, the food is expensive and they like spray something in the air that makes you hungry. I was just thinking, I was like, I'm sure it's like Disney where they just spray like food smells in the air. Cause it really does. Like right when you walk out of security and you're all checked in, like you just want to go eat. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> mm, feeling a little snacky right now. <laughs> like honestly, I always spend so much money in the airport and like my favorite airport snack is the oh you would know what they are they're really expensive it's like a little bag of chocolate covered like blueberry flavoring or bro we ate those together oh well obviously it's my favorite snack because i get it every trip (laughs) so good 
So anyways, so we had been there all day. We were walking around. We have some really funny pictures. <laughs> we should post them on the story. We should. We really should. Um, or, you know what? We, yeah, we'll post them on the story. It's so that you guys can see um, the Insta at Real Talk About Feminism. You all know this by now because we say it all the time. But um, so we took some pictures like in the – they have like the fake plants and like the fake trees and everything like at every airport. And so we were like, let's make it look like we went out of the country. <laughs> and so we like took these awkward pictures. We were like trying to get all close up to like cut out the airport in the I'm background. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, we'll post them on the story because it's so funny. Um but so like we had been doing like stuff like that like we were like just bantering around all day we were so bored so bored and we couldn't leave our suitcases unattended so we had like these big bags oh no we checked our bags but we had backpacks uh-huh. we were like lugging around and so we were starving and in utah cafe rio is like the biggest deal which i don't like it i like costa Vida. i don't get the hype yeah every time i get cafe rio they get cilantro but they don't cut the stems off it's disgusting like it's honestly ruined it for me so um first world problems (laughs) i know sorry it's disgusting (laughs) um so like of course like the only thing that was like open because it was a small airport at the time was cafe rio Mm -hmm. and we were starving and we spent so much money on it because it was just it's just so overpriced in the airport but that's that story it's not really yeah and like it's not really a story but like to make it worse, like, the line, of course, was so long. So long. And, like, do you remember they messed up one of our orders? Yeah. So we were so mad and, like, took forever to find a table. We had our huge backpacks. Ugh. Yeah. It, it was just rough. But the whole thing about that story is, like, we were so bored all day and so hungry. And we waited. Like, we were going to try and just not eat. Mm-hmm. We were going to try and just eat at home. But then finally it just got, like too much and so we finally were like oh cafe rio that sounds so good and it did not live up to the hype and it was so no it didn't Mm -mm. yeah so that was that um okay so the last story story? i'm permanently scarred from (laughs) after this i have never ever ever worn sandals in the airport ever again i always wear tennis shoes because of this (laughs) oh my gosh um okay so (laughs) So we were walking, I had flip flops on and we were going to get on the people mover and it's called a people mover. Yeah. It's called a people mover. I I learned that from dad. Oh, that's cool. I always just called it like a walkie thing. Wait, did dad make that up or (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So the people mover, the people mover. Um, and I was distracted. I was probably on my phone or something and my right leg got to the edge of the mover but like the whole left side of my body didn't make it and somehow my pinky toe on my right foot got stuck like you know what it looks like like in the moving track it got stuck and I was like ah ah," you know like it hurts so bad and he started laughing (laughs) because I probably looked like an idiot (laughs) okay so your point of view is that your toe got stuck because my point of view is different (laughs) It got stuck. Like, it hurt so bad. And so I, like, pulled it out. And my pinky toe was bleeding. And, like, there's skin flapping off. I was like, oh, no, okay, that's dramatic. No, there do you not, not remember? Skin. It was bleeding. It wasn't, like, gushing out, but there was blood. No, it was bleeding, but there was not skin flapping. There was skin flapping. The little piece came off. Ew. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know what? You finish your side. I'll do my side next. Okay. 
Okay, that's fun. Yeah. So um, luckily, like a few feet behind us, there were some benches. And so when Haley realized I was bleeding and she stopped laughing, she's like, all right, let's go sit down. And I was like, uh, uh, you know, like, I'm pretty sure I was kind of being a baby, but it hurt. Yeah. And so I sit down and <laughs> we're like, we don't have a bandage. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? So Haley flags on the security guard and she's like, hey, so my sister stubbed her toe on that. And he was like, <laughs> not amused like he was not fitting the vibe and she but was like he saw the whole thing yeah he did that was the funny thing uh-huh. and so he was like yeah i saw and so he um Haley was like we don't have a band-aid is where can we find one he's like i'll go grab one so he comes back and gives it to us and i put it on but it was so funny because he did see the whole thing that's why i was so embarrassed i was like no yeah. not him not him <laughs> yeah okay so my point of view is we're moving along on the people mover and you stub your toe like because you got everyone knows like on like an escalator or anything like that Mm -hmm. like the thing that moves you at the airport it goes back into the floor and so if you don't put your if you don't step off you'll just trip a little bit Mm -hmm. so I thought you just biffed it (laughs) and I mean I mean, you kind of did. Yeah, I did. I thought you just biffed it. I didn't think your toe was stuck. And so that's why I laughed because I thought you biffed it. And then I realized your toe was bleeding. So I was like, oh, go sit down. And then I was like, um, sir, she needs a Band-Aid because she stubbed her. And he was like, yeah, I know. I'll go get one. And then he grabbed one for us. And we were like, thank you. And of course, we're like laughing, just like being like teenagers. But it was so funny. Like, I just, the whole thing was like, so dramatic honestly like I didn't it was think, dramatic <laughs> I didn't think your toe got stuck and so like I probably wouldn't have laughed if I knew but like I feel like you were being a little bit dramatic okay I mean I probably was <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah, no no I don't think I was because like it really did hurt oh well I'd like to apologize for my behavior back then <laughs> I didn't know your toe had a flap of skin and was bleeding <laughs> So I'm sorry for laughing. I forgive you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's the, like the last story. The moral of the story, like I said, like don't wear sandals in the airport. And like even ugh, like even the thought of wearing sandals in the airport anymore, especially because of COVID. I'm like, you know yeah. how many bare sweaty feet are on that floor? Like, ugh, it's so gross. It just grosses me out. Last time I flew, it was like... 10 o'clock at night and I was going through security like it was gonna be like a red-eye flight mm-hmm. and all the crazy people just come out at night and we were yeah, like they do. going through security and the line was not long like there wasn't that many people in there like I walked right up but there was this woman who they were having issues with like the scanner in her like and they kept like having to rescan and then they were checking her bag like it was this whole thing and the whole time she's chilling there without socks because she was oh. wearing sandals. And she was, like, just, like, honestly just chilling. And they were yeah. like, you can put your shoes back on. Like, we already scanned those. And she was like, it's fine. You guys have to check my other stuff anyways. And I was like, girl, why would you not put your shoes back on? Ew. Like, it was so gross. Like, I was like, ew. As long as you have socks on, it's fine. Yeah, no, socks are totally fine. But, like, just bare feet. Like, so I know I've... I've always wanted to wear my Birkenstocks at the airport, but every time, because I've flown like a lot this year, mm-hmm. every time I just, there's something about, I'm like, I can't go barefoot. No, it grosses me out. Like, like I said, especially with COVID, I'm like, 
<laughs> well, the thing that grosses me out is not even like just walking on the bare floor. It's that full body scanner where you have to put your arms up. Oh, that's like it's it's so gross. I don't know. Yeah, because like the floor, it's like when you go to like a a Boondocks or a Chuck E. Cheese and like the the games are all grimy. Yes. It feels like that on your feet. Yeah, it's so gross. Like so many thousands of people go through there every day. So, yeah, so gross. Well, moral of the story, don't wear sandals in the airport because you will get your toe cut on the people mover <laughs> and your sister will laugh at you. <laughs> will be Every time we fly, we bring that up. It's one of those things like you can just like act it out and like we both know like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. Ah. <laughs> That's so funny. Ah. Well... Those are our stories. Those are okay. Those are our travel stories from our one of our trips to Salt Lake. Yeah, just that trip. Trust me, we have hundreds more. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to have like one of our family members come on and like tell a cruise story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, because honestly, like you guys, I don't think you understand. Like our family literally relives the cruise we went on, <laughs> like on a monthly basis. Where we'll, like, cast someone's phone on the TV and, like, go through the pictures. Like, it's a big deal. <laughs> so yeah. it would be really fun. This cruise, what was it three years or two years ago? I think it was It three. was July of 2018 because it was after I graduated. It was three years ago because, yeah, I graduated mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We still relive it all the time. Like, we loved it. And that's a great thing because, like, it's mm-hmm. so that's good really to have good fun. memories. Like, I don't think we have a bad memory from that cruise trip. No. Like, nothing went wrong. Yeah, nothing, like, like, significant that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, so we have, like, uh, stories from the cruise. We have stories from all the times we've been to Cali. Like, I'm thinking of the one when when you guys picked me up in the Vegas airport on the way to Cali. And I was, like, really Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I'd never been to the Vegas airport. And there's, like, (laughs) slot machines everywhere. And I was, like, what? What, Where am I going? Like, I was so confused. It was funny. Yeah, we have a few, but it was fun to do this episode, especially this week, because episode 14 was really heavy and we did realize that. So I feel like this was a good like change of pace, kind of keep it light and fun. Um, Anything else you want to (laughs) say? Yeah. So we're going to be doing, we're going to try like once a month to do a lifestyle episode. And so this is our lifestyle episode for this month. Like every four mm-hmm. weeks, we want to do one. We might get a little antsy and want to tell more travel stories. So maybe we'll do one, another one in three weeks. But well, maybe we'll space it out. <laughs> we'll but yeah, so we want to do a lifestyle episode like every month. So if you guys have ideas for what lifestyle topics you want us to talk about, because we we have ideas for what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have any ideas, um, we're going to be putting a poll on the story sometime this week. And we want to know what you guys want to hear lifestyle wise, because we have different ideas. Like, um, I, we I won't know. give it away. <laughs> yeah. I was going to name a few off the top of my head, but I can only remember one. So we, um, we definitely do have things we want to talk about just like from our personal lives, because yeah. As much as we like discussing, like, the feminist topics and, like, different issues around the world, we do like to keep it light and we do like to give you guys insight into our lives. So that's why we decided to do this. Yeah. It's just – it is really fun, especially after um, a super heavy episode like that. Like, it's just – 
we, we wanted to break it up and make it a little bit mm-hmm. more light. Um, but if you haven't listened to episode 14, we really encourage you to do that because I, for one, learned a lot. I know you learned a lot. And I definitely did. trigger warning, it is emotional and it is like a, a, it's a scary topic, but Ophelia really was able to share her story with us and we want to respect that it took a lot of courage for her to share her story. So definitely go listen to that because it's super informative, but also we just want to like honor her for sharing her story. Mm-hmm. Very so go listen to that. Yeah. So that is all we have for episode 15. Um, we're really excited that this is going to be our first episode on YouTube. Super fun. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. We might have I to do too. Like, a little like Q&A for the YouTube listeners. Like That would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, honestly, like we say this all the time, but follow us on Instagram and like interact with us because like as much as like we want to get to know you guys too so dm us like after the episodes and tell us like your funny travel stories or like if you have feminist highlight suggestions or if there's someone you want to honor in your personal life like dm us let us know give us topic ideas that you want us to discuss yeah maybe um on our next travel episode if we get enough people back tell like funny little travel stories um on instagram then maybe we could have a few people call in that would be so fun or like you guys could like send in audio clips or something that would be really fun would be so fun so yeah we want to interact with you guys and we want to bring you into our lives and bring you onto the platform so interact with us on insta and like we said we're super excited to be on youtube now and we'll be back next week with episode 16 See you guys next week.